Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 27, chapter 2, part 4, pages 61 through 63. How we should imitate the Blessed Virgin Mary's prudence in avoiding the company of persons detrimental to this virtue. I have no doubt that those who love the virtue of chastity and sincerely observe it will consider the above warnings useful and beneficial, and that they will embrace them. First of all, men should carefully and earnestly avoid the company of reckless and pleasure-seeking women unless Christian love demands it. Women also should avoid unnecessary conversations with men, much greater risk of violating the virtue of chastity lies in a conversation than in a gaze. When the gaze is combined with conversation, over-familiarity and lengthy periods spent together, all of which manifest signs of desire and carnal love, the virtue of chastity suffers detriment. Writing about this danger, St. Cyprian compares a man purposely conversing with a woman to a ship trapped on the rocks, or a purse thrown into a fire, just as we should ensure that a ship does not crash into the rocks and reefs, nor a purse be consumed by fire, so a pious man should avoid the company of women if he wants to save his soul. St. Ignatius of Antioch wrote in one of his homilies that, as a spark falling on the straw will start a great fire if not immediately trampled on, Similarly, thoughts about a woman will ignite a great lust if not immediately rejected, but instead will be intensified by her company and conversation. That's from his homily 18 in his appendix on his biblical writings. All the saints saw the danger resulting from men's purposely conversing and partying with women. Naturally, the exception is such meetings that are honest and necessary in devout life because God strengthens us through them. He does not allow any harm and restrains the devil's anger that, although tempting us, cannot win. This is what St. Jerome wrote on this subject. Let there never or very seldom be a trace of women's feet in your lodgings. Either do not socialize with girls and maidens at all or if you do, treat them equally with respect. Do not rely on your virtue of chastity, and do not reside under the same roof with women, for you are not holier than David, and nor wiser than Solomon. It is, if, it, it is as if he was saying, if, by relying on your strength alone, you shall expose yourself to danger, and will not avoid temptations, you will fall like many before you. We read in the book of Sirach, never dine with another man's wife, nor revel with her at wine, lest your heart turn aside to her, and in blood you be plunged into destruction. That's from Sirach, verse, chapter 9, verse 9. It is written in the book of Proverbs, Can a man carry fire in his bosom, and his clothes not be burned? Or can one walk upon hot coals and his feet not be scorched? So is he who goes in to his neighbor's wife. 
none who touches her will go unpunished. That's from Sirach chapter 6, verses 27 through 29. In a different place, the reason for these warnings is explained. By it, women's beauty, passion is kindled like a fire. That's from Sirach chapter 9, verse 8. Another reason for avoiding the company of women, apart from dangers of temptation, is that every believer should give the best possible example to his neighbor and not become a cause of scandal and affront. It is not enough for the believer to have a pure soul, which only God can see. He also should demonstrate his inner virtue through deeds and behavior, and should give a good example by arranging his life in such a manner that not even a shadow of suspicion of deeds contrary to the virtue would enter the mind of his neighbor. Thus, by chatting exceedingly long with a woman, a woman might give reason for suspicion that there is some impure affection between them. According to the law, a suspicion and an investigation of possible adultery occur if a woman is found in a secret place, alone with a man, even if they are not caught in an act of adultery. Therefore, it comes as no surprise that simple and imperfect people have a bad opinion about those whom they often see either chatting with women without a proper reason or behaving recklessly. Therefore, all should be on guard against giving rise to suspicions, best by avoiding undue socializing with women. This advice should be followed mainly by those men and women who decide to practice the virtue of chastity, because they are watched more closely, and therefore their fall causes greater scandal. Also, the enemy of our souls sends great temptations to them in order to bring them to ruin. St. Ignatius of Antioch writes, The devil, a friend of crime, tempts women to visit servants of God, pretending that they need help and advice in matters of virtue and consolation in their difficulties. This causes the servants of God severe illness of soul and brings them to a state which is hard to cure. He criticizes here only such visits that do not result from a true need and real devotion, but only use religion as a pretext. To make sure that those visits have a valid reason, we must discern their goal. We should entrust them in prayer to God. The visits should be short, honest, and tactful, because they are made not for our personal gain, but for the greater glory of God. This caution multiplies the benefits. Only then we shall not incur any harm from such visits, but will give good example to others and advance in virtue. In this section, Venerable Casimir advises us to be careful of the company that we keep. We become like our friends, so let's choose our friends wisely. We also have to avoid the near occasions of sin. Alcoholics shouldn't hang out in bars. We have to take what he writes here in context. He was writing in the 18th century in the 1700s, and there were different social mores at the time. But some advice is timeless. People are basically the same since the beginning of time. We are attracted to one another, we fall in love, there are temptations, people fall into sin. 
Casimir advises us to avoid the near occasions of sin and to give good example to others, to not cause scandal. The evil one can set traps that will take advantage of a good person's desire to help others. Discernment is needed, a prayer so that God will protect his servants who are weak is necessary. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Casimir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant, Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazimir Wyszynski, Requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence, to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization. Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. 2. Prospect Hill Road. Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. 
That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.